listening to Season 3, Episode 11. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Shop. I hope you had a great bank holiday weekend, although slightly restricted in where what you could get up to, I'm sure. At least it was lovely weather here on Saturday, which was nice. And on Friday, I think. I've completely forgotten by now. Today I am speaking with Nikki from Pedal, which is an online platform where you will be able to find markets and stall holders. Of course now when markets are not happening, things have had to change a little bit and Nikki has pivoted her business and you will hear a lot more about that in the episode. As always, I would love to hear from you, hear your thoughts, see where you're tuning in at small underscore business underscore collaborative. On Sunday, we also heard the new um, advice from the government. And I must admit, I'm slightly confused about what we're allowed to do and not to do but I'm sure all will become clear soon. I have posted a little IGTV video on my Instagram for those of you who are thinking about trade shows and maybe you booked a trade show this year or you are thinking about booking one and what that might mean. I spoke to the Giftware Association a little bit about that and I hope that Sarah Ward from the Giftware Association will come on the podcast later on to discuss this more. But they have had some news from the government and from the show organisers. So go and have a look on IGTV. You can of course find it through my grid so it's easy to find. But now let's move on to my chat with Nikki from Pedal. Hello, Nikki. Welcome to Let's Talk Shop. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It would be great if you can quickly introduce what you do. Sure. So I am the founder of Pedal and it's a website where you can find independent and creative markets and their stall holders. Kind of came about because I wanted to find those kind of markets and then also be able to reconnect with the stall holders. And I started it as a bit of a hobby, really. And then it's just grown. And then in the very start of 2019, I started working on it full time. And it been a journey (laughs) and was that always you know when you did start it as a hobby was that a plan that it would become your full-time thing or what 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 did you think um do you know what I don't really think I had any preconceptions about what it was I just got so frustrated that I couldn't find them and so when I created this I just kind of got myself into a situation where it was like this is getting bigger and bigger now and I just can't do things by heart so I started on social media I then got a website and then you can't just half-heartedly sit back and do it and yeah just kind of really enjoyed engaging with the stallholders and visitors and markets. I mean, getting like having it as your job, going to the markets is probably one of the best things ever. <laughs> that is, although I would I would be quite dangerous in terms of what how much stuff I would buy. <laughs> I think I'm able to operate it out actually because when I go to the market I'm really in work mode. So I'm taking photographs and I'm chatting to the uh, stallholders and they might be asking me questions. And Then if somebody's like, it might be somebody's birthday coming up, I then cannot buy them a present because my head is not on them and it's on work. So actually I'm okay at separating it out and then 
yeah, if I if I give myself enough time where I can then go round and shop for me, that's okay. Yeah. Very often, I'm often on a bit of a time limit because it's the weekend and that's the only time that we have as a family usually. And so I want to make sure I get back so my husband's not babysitting all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. But I, I still think that's pretty... <laughs> an impressive talent because <laughs> I know when I used to go around um, independent shops up and down the country more often than not I would end up buying stuff <laughs> I guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think I've, got, I've got better at, um, I guess I've got better at separating work and, and, and play if you like um, but yeah. also I'm probably getting a bit more relaxed as well thinking yeah I can get this because at first when you know obviously I I finished my full-time job and Mm. really hard you know you're going from a full wage to no wage basically so (laughs) that had a guiding uh, impact on my shopping and spending but yeah and what what did what was your full-time job what did you do before this totally different I was a teacher I've been a teacher for 18 years and do you know the amount of skills I feel like I've been able to transfer has been unbelievable but it was I I love teaching and I still loved it to the day I finished I just had to make a choice I couldn't keep doing both of them and teaching is a whole different ball game though and would I go back probably not (laughs) this is your baby now isn't it it's like what you built it up for nothing. Yeah. Like, how can you... It was hard, actually, because the one thing with what I was doing, nobody was really doing it before me, particularly the whole idea of stallholders checking in at the markets online and being visible on the market. That's not happened before, ever. So it was really hard trying to make sure people understood what it actually was that I did. And so that getting sort of educating people about what pedal is and we're still going gosh we've still got a long way to go but it's it's just really nice to see that you've created something that really wasn't there before and we've kind of evolved now we've had to evolve a little bit but I'll look forward to going back to what we we are and were at the core which was getting out to independent markets and um, and shouting about the stallholders that are going to be there so yeah yeah it must be strange now because we're coming up I suppose springtime lots of markets were planned it would have been so strange when how did you take the whole thing what 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 did you feel when you realized they wouldn't be open um I the very first week I just felt really quiet and I withdrew and I actually put out a message on Instagram I just said look there's lots to take in right now I feel like I really want to be with my family and I'm just going to take a week away Um, and it was just the best week I I also felt that lots of people were giving such great advice I didn't feel like I needed to add my pennies with either so um, and it was just nice to be at home and feel safe you know the last week up to it where schools were still open I really didn't enjoy that decision of sending them in every day because I I just wanted to keep them all at home and, and have them, cause you could hear and see how rapidly it was progressing. And thankfully, we're up in the north, so I feel like it hasn't didn't fully get up to here. 
as much as mm. occurring in London. So, yeah, I just wanted them to be with me at home. And then when that happened, I just wanted time to just spend with them. So for on a personal level, I stepped away and just spent time with them. But on a like a business level in terms of pedal, I kind of felt kind of relaxed because I thought, well, we are already an online platform sharing people online and we already had the functionality to run the online markets, which we had started. I started initially as rainy day markets because the days when the markets got short, all these people had got their products ready to go. The people were selling of course. food and things and they'd made it. And then it was like, what did he do with all this food stock? So we then were able to quickly switch on the rainy day market and people could just check into it and go from there, really. So I felt I just wanted to make sure that my community of the stall holders felt supported and gave them just focus gave them some things and I think they felt that they they certainly sort of came back to me and suggested that they did and really enjoyed the focus that we we had about right now's the time to move forward and then obviously having we had a live with you and we've chatted with Catherine from future retail and it just yeah. gave them lots of focus really so I feel I feel quite positive. I felt quite positive. And it's just just a pivot, isn't it? You've just got to evolve. And what it means for the small businesses is different and slightly trickier. But I think the kind of managing and coping, those that are sort of self-sufficient online already, for sure. Well, that's good. I think that some small businesses are having better sales than, than you know, ever before or yeah i mean someone in my facebook group said she's experiencing sales like it's christmas yeah it's great i know somebody said exactly the same to me and that's just amazing that's wonderful i think it's the awareness of small businesses and um market online marketplaces that perhaps mm. haven't been out there and that's something i really want to develop the brand awareness of pedal but not just me because it's not just about pedal it's about the online stores like you know your folksy um etsy and so to shop i've just been speaking to them this morning mm. you know, all of those that it's really important that people customers are aware of these places and 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 then can build trust in them so then they can shop with them and so on of course and when you sort of started doing you know I, I suppose you don't call them rainy day markets right now but when you decided okay so we're just going to do online markets how, how does that work like who can get involved well um because it runs through our website and it pulls information from their stall pages it's just our members so the stall holders we put it out to all of our members and they can join in Um, they just let us know then they just fill a relevant section on their store page and it pulls all the information through we don't have an online shop on pedal and we have no intention to because people are doing it so well in other places so we just we're literally a platform where people can have a look at all these stalls browse them and when they click shop it goes directly to their online shops whether that's in their own on their own website or in marketplaces so it's quite it's quite a quick process for them to go yeah I want to be involved we've got a list of like six things for them to just do so with little videos to show them how to do it and that includes like how to promote the event for themselves for everyone else yeah um 
really stress like the idea of community. So if we have a hundred people on the online market and those hundred people all share it with their audience, as a community, we're collectively getting an increased reach. So, and then we run lots of paid adverts on Facebook. We've got one running for our future events and yeah, just lots of shouting about it. Basically, I even went as far to write a, like a board. Me and my daughter drew it when it was really sunny outside and painted it. Oh, yes, I saw and that. That was lovely. House and left just like little leaflets for people to just grab one as they walk past. Can't do it at the moment because it's chucking it down all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, how was has the response been? Has the makers, the stallholders, seen an increase in sales? Has it helped them? Yeah, I mean, the online markets themselves. It's it's just an opportunity to give people a voice and a reason to shout about the fact that they're selling. Because you know, we say on social media, don't we? It's like. 80-20, try and talk about your processes and all the other things and 20% say say that you're selling. So um, the last online market we did was the Random Acts of Kindness market and um, the traffic to the website was just phenomenal on that day. I think it was the largest we'd had today. And oh, that's great. It's We sort of really stress it's about brand awareness and you're always going to get people that do amazingly well. Like on that night, we had a lady sell out in 10 minutes and then wow. because it's you know she's hand making it was a glass glass product so she was she'd only made a certain batch of them and she'd and she sold out i don't she didn't know really what to expect and then she went on to sell then i posted about her on like our stories as well with a direct swipe up to a shop and she then went on to pre-order another 14 and sell 11 of it a rainbow uh, glass rainbow and so she had an amazing night and you're going to get people like that that just have these um, really phenomenal evenings and then being totally realistic there are always people that don't sell anything and it's just like a market but what they sort of what they understood from it and they take away is that you know what it was brand awareness and it was the first online market they've done with us and we're starting to see people that have done two or three markets they're starting to perhaps get sales now and it's just like a market you know the first one you go to people Mm. start chat like it and then that's why we always sort of say try and go back three times unless it's really dire and you just really really can't face it but if the traffic's then there are people at that event they need to build up trust in you as well as a as a storeholder so yeah it was a really good experience and at the end of it I did like a little summary for the stall holders, like a little mini pep talk. I do it so that's on my website for them to have a read of. And yeah, it's just nice to give them the data. So I was really, you know, I want to be really honest and open with them about how many visits we had and, you know, the reach that we had. And then just give them opportunity to give an opinion on what they thought. Um, but they were all really positive about it. No one came back and said, why do you do this? <laughs> yeah. We had a little negative in that um, Facebook kept blocking our posts. Rebecca was working on that. And so she was sharing everybody's posts. And once you'd done a certain number within an hour, it kept saying you spamming. So you had to stop. So that was oh okay we've learned from that now so although the market starts at four in the afternoon until um, midnight we're going to start on facebook from 
10. I don't even know. Whenever she starts, she'll start from when she starts and then um, yeah. her work through them that way. So, yeah, it was a really positive experience. And when is the next market? What are you... Because you're going to host these regularly now, right? That's right. Yeah, we're doing them every two weeks. Um, we gave the first one was two weeks ago so we gave it a long while before we started running them we just wanted people to take a breath and settle down with everything mm. up. and so it was two weeks ago and now they're every two weeks so the next one is our self-care market which is which by the time you've listened to this will have been on sunday and then in I think it's on the 31st of May, we have one with Folksy. So we're going to start doing collaboration. Ooh, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. The idea behind it is just spreading the, the, you know, the awareness of shopping from small independent businesses. So we're working with Folksy on the 31st of May. We're going to be working with And So To Shop. Um, spoke to Louise and Emma this morning. So we're going to be doing a market with them, which is really exciting. And our markets are always themed. So I try and have a theme just to make it um, a little bit different to everybody else, you know. Yeah. Having online markets, which is absolutely fantastic. And I love sharing them too. But I, our first one was a random acts of kindness, which was about sending a gift to somebody else. And this one is self-care. So it's about treating yourself and um, looking after yourself, whether that's well-being or just simply paying something for yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> then the next one that's in on, oh, I can't remember the exact date. It's the 17th of May. That one is a family and home one. So products for your home, products for your family and pets and things like that. Oh, nice. So that way you give all the stallholders sort of a more curate. I suppose that way they can be found almost because they they participate in the ones that are relevant to them. Exactly, yeah. And I've got lots of ideas of different ones to run as well. And it is because... You know, like on the Random Acts of Kindness one, we sort of saw that artwork didn't do so well because I guess it's really hard to buy somebody a piece of art to put up in their home. Um, it's quite a personal thing, isn't it, artwork? So, yeah, I'm going to mix it up a bit. <laughs> and, ha- and how do you become a stallholder on Pedal? Like, is there an application process? What, what, yeah. How, what does it take? Um, well, yeah, there's an application process. So we open up applications. It's really, really gone out the window with this whole <laughs> coronavirus um, <laughs> so what I was planning the start of the year was I was going to open up four times in the year it was going to be um it was going to be January but our website wasn't ready so it didn't happen till March <laughs> <laughs> everything I can't blame that on coronavirus then it was going to be May and and so on but anyway we opened it up with a special offer where so lots of people have been displaced from their markets they were having store fees refunded which you know we're in the region like 55 and up pounds and so yeah. we put this offer on for six months for 35 pounds and it just gave people the opportunity to get online and be part of our community because we're sharing loads of things in our hubs all the time so on our members instagram we have little dm hubs so they're all location based oh, nice. loads of, and people know one another because they go to markets together they get to know one another and it feels really sort of lovely like they can chat in there and ask questions of one another i mean some people just put like run fun fun activities in there for us to do which is really nice um and yeah just like a really nice little community sm- smaller communities that we can 
bounce ideas off people. So, you know, we've got all that going on as well as um, supporting our I'm just like putting information out on the Instagram in the private Instagram, sort of telling them about like ways to promote prior. And this is prior to a, an online market, but it can easily be transferred to an in-person market and just giving them ideas and tips on things to do. So it's really info focused, really. But yeah, I think that sort of that side of it is useful for now and then when the markets are open they can go and drop in information into the hubs about markets that might be coming up near them just so they're aware of them and get on and apply so the next proper application opening date is going to has moved from may to june so on the first of june we're going to open up our applications again and yeah hopefully get a few more people but we only open it up for a certain number of people and I only open it up for a week and before the week's out I have to shut which is a lovely situation to be that's amazing yeah Um, but because it's you know being realistic I don't want to grow too fast in the way that I want to make sure that everybody feels like they're welcome and they can contact me and connect with us. And it's just generally just me. And I've got Rebecca who does a few hours a week with me. Amazing. I love Rebecca. She's just fantastic. She writes the most amazing blogs. In fact, she writes better than me. So I'm now just saying, you can do that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so she will help and get people live as well on the website. But it's a lot for us to do, you know. So we just make sure we're sensible with how many we take on and how it works and things. But it is curated. So not everybody who applies can get on. And we look at a few things like... Instagram is really important to us. One, because that's our main vehicle for giving information. Marketing. Yeah. And um, and we need, I talk about it as their CV, it's their professional CV. And we want market companies to look at Pedal and go, ah, oh, they're on Pedal and feel like that I know they're going to be good, you know? And we, yeah, of course. Yeah. I always call it your shop window. So it's the same, basically. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And so that's kind of what we've been doing. We have a one click application as well for our members. So when they see um, a market or I tell them about it and I give them the URL, there's the information and then there's just a, literally a button that they have to click if they like the idea or think they would like to apply. And they click it and then it sends a populated email to the organizer saying, I'm on pedal. Here's what, and it gives them all their information that they would need about. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. That's an amazing feature because that is a bit of a, it's a bit of a fa- hassle finding. Yeah. You know, finding the markets and all that. How does the people that run a market, how do they, how do you find these markets? How do they get involved? Do they also apply or do you find them? Um, yeah, we do have an application process for the markets as well, um, which is also obviously curated. But I do actually approach a lot of the markets because uh, I kind of want to make sure we curate it in the right way. Um, so mm-hmm. in the same way, you know, I approach markets and they will say no to me. <laughs> I want to be like so when stallholders feel like they get a rejection you're not the only one (laughs) we all get rejections whatever we do in life (laughs) so it's just about um yeah just trying to create a platform that people know they'll find independent 
markets and creative and that can include food you know creative creativity does come out in food and so yeah we're just growing that at the moment and we're going to be contacting a few more because I just need pedal needs to be a little bit wider spread and a lot of people do notice that we're very focused on the north but we're getting wider (laughs) but you have to I mean if you visited lots of the markets to get a feel for them I mean it would be natural that you started somewhere closer to home Mm -hmm. that's right and I've been going down to London a few times I was due to go last weekend actually so I was a bit gutted and when I first mentioned it to the market organizer oh I'm hoping to come up you know, depending on how coronavirus goes, she was like, oh, it'll be fine. And, and and then, and how did, you know, she wasn't to know, I wasn't to know, but I just sort of said it. And then look at how we are now. <laughs> um, it, yeah. you know, nobody could have predicted it, um, apart from Bill Gates, it would seem. And, um, <laughs> and it just, it's just gone in a way that we had no idea how it's, how it's either going to pan out and we've just got to make sure we work together. And I think I want to share as many of the markets that are running the online markets as possible. And, you know, just this is how we do it right now. And it's just understanding that it's just a little bit different, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen so many pop-up markets, online markets and things going around lately. It, it, it's almost been like so many that, I, you know, you're wondering which one do I pick? <laughs> Because, like, not only people that do normally do markets has been doing shopping events for their membership community or whatever it might have been, because everyone needs to help each other get a bit of a visual boost, I guess. Yeah, that's why. And um, people have been popping up that didn't do markets before, so they've just started doing, like, different events themselves online. But it's working fine. You soon get a feel for the ones that you perhaps want to attend. And that's just the same as a, an actual market, don't you? You'll go to some markets and go, this isn't my kind of thing. This is not my um, kind of oh, yeah, and stuff. And so you just don't go again. <laughs> but no, I mean, sometimes you go to a market and you walk in and you think this is there's nothing here for me. Mm-hmm. You kind of almost turn around. But in the same way, like that's why we've all got different tastes and that's why it's important mm. to sort of cover lots of different types of markets and, and on pedal the same. So some of our markets are sort of more vintage got a vintage vibe because it's still very creative but yeah of course to share those as well because it suits all types of kind of customer but those that are looking for markets have you spoken to any people that run markets what they think will happen you know once we start opening up again what do you think it will happen to market for this year i i don't know you know when they talk about social distancing been a thing for 12 to 18 months it makes me really concerned for the christmas markets yeah i just feel like you know some of the big christmas markets will have been planning last year for this for this year's market i don't know what they're they're probably on pins right now deciding what to do so i have no idea how it's going to pan out for the rest of the year i'm hoping because a good market has like the bus you know the footfall it is a bit crowded it's a bit annoying because you have to like wait to especially christmas markets Mm. you have to kind of almost queue to look at some of the popular stores but it's kind of also part of the thing about markets the atmosphere and things i know the only the other day i was i was chatting 
I shot into my husband again after we listened to the news and I was like how can I recreate that kind of that atmosphere like we need smells to come out from the computer and I thought (laughs) you can do it where you click onto a certain page and music will play instantly I was like I need to get some like live music going on as people come on and it just feels like you've got some hustle and bustle white not white noise but the, the noise of a market I wish I'd recorded it when they were there so yeah it's you cannot online recreate the in-person no but people's attention span is not as long online either as in the real life no it's not and so to answer your question I have no idea how this is going to pan out in the longer term um I hope, I really hope for Christmas and I hope for the storeholders because that is their essential time. They can, they can kind of about manage right now having slightly lower sales because they know that Christmas time is a good time. But you know, mm. if, if the situation's not managed well now, this R number that they speak of and a second peak and you know, what happens if we have a second peak in October and they go, we're going back on lockdown? yikes I don't want to be a bit that's a bit doom and gloom. Yeah. but um but let's hope they manage it let's say they manage it really well right now and then we we're okay to go out I still think it's going to be slightly different at market we might have to sort of manage numbers a little bit better oh absolutely I think there's going to have to be one-way systems or something probably in the beginning yeah and masks and gloves and things like this um and no no cash you know, we can't be taking yeah. that cash has to be a no no. So I guess things like that could be put in place for sure and just get it on getting them on and going. To be fair, the ca- cash is a little bit of a faff anyway yeah. nowadays. Like it's so much easier with cards. <laughs> no. It is it's so much better. I know it costs money, but it's so much easier. Yeah. The the you know, those fees are fairly minimal and if you just put it into the price of your products but yeah it is easier you can just totally yeah. contactless well as long as you don't have to go to a bank yeah. <laughs> i I'm, i was cashless before this anyway <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah me, me too <laughs> me too we've had to get some cash out because i go and buy eggs from a local farm and stuff so, so <laughs> we've got some cash but before that we never really had cash at home no no, I never do. <laughs> I mean, I say we're taking cash out. You know, we have like 20 quid at a time. Yeah. It's not like... <laughs> Hundreds of pounds. Um, the only thing yeah. I could see how moving forward in the future, though, just something to consider potentially is, you know, people that can't get to markets, whether you can then, you know, you have your market as normal and it's open and then you can just say, but... Now the market's shut because it shuts at 4pm or 3pm or whenever it shuts. And then mm. go and shop online at the online market. You know, I was wondering whether we could do that, where we could then flip it so we open our online market for the stallholders that were at that event. And then they continue to sell online through their own shops for the remain, remainder of the day, you know, and try and really um, intertwine the whole online and in person that would be nice you know those people that um and ah or want to go home and yeah. measure their pet's collar or you know their kids oh 
I'm that person. I was that person. I was the person. I'm so indecisive at the best of times. And I would go to a market and I'd love something, but I was like, ah, worth it. And I hate being forced into a decision. And this is why I wanted to reconnect with the stallholders. So it would be absolutely brilliant if we could then just flick a switch that then transfers all those people that have checked into that event over onto our online market. And then you could just get in contact with them afterwards and say, hey, you know, here's, here's, the people yeah they can get a prompt basically yeah, exactly yeah so there's lots of things but having you know how i said at the very beginning starting this platform i was sort of educating people on what it is there is we there's still a learning curve there's still loads of things that we need to do to get to that point and people to understand that you know we're not taking away from the in-person events at all like we want you to go to the in-person events but if you for whatever reason had to work that day and missed it or you couldn't decide or you had to rush off here's the opportunity to shop from those small independent businesses and direct because we don't take anything from them it goes through to their platform their websites and things so it's just it's the education it's the awareness and it's the growth in society and how we're moving really and and knowing that we can do this together the online and in person can hold hands <laughs> going down the street from you know I think that's part of the I mean retail has tried especially some of the luxury retailers with screens and things in store to try to find that synergy somehow I don't think anyone has done it exceptionally well but I think when you go to market my problem is I take everyone's cards pop them in whatever bag of things that I shopped but then I just have lots of scrap pieces of cards and I can't remember what was what so I end up not like I forget about it it would be almost nice to have a summary email with all the makers so I could go oh that's who I was supposed to buy that's well yeah I mean all of these things that you're saying are exactly why I created Pedal and I really really wanted people to check in because you you know where you went so if you go on to Pedal you can type in the market that you went to if it's if it is listed um, you can see our members have checked in and you can see them we've got an in case you miss them section as well so you can oh, that's perfect. One, you can see the ones that were at that market or see the ones that are going to be at the next market as well but the in case you miss them is great because you get you can see a picture of the product so you would sort of roughly remember what their products look like and you see the business and you can click through and you can contact them or whatever you need to so the in case you miss them bit was really important for me because and they stay there i think for a couple of months two to three months so you, you know two to three months oh, visited, you just type it in and hopefully find the school holder that you want oh, that's great because like yeah i always feel so guilty about taking those cards because i know often i will forget and it's not because i didn't like their stuff it's just you, you one know, of those it is, human things I it is. and you like their stuff so you take a card because you're thinking that'd be perfect for such and such as birthday or for this event that event yeah and then exactly. down the line you've forgotten like you, you can't get in contact with them and that's the, the only negative behind being a, a mobile store holder you know it's it's almost like giving you a, an online a way of pinning you down to where you've been and tracking you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so it is. It, it's definitely, it's a really good feature that I really wanted to have it. But it's just, again, it's just people knowing that that features there and using it in that way. Yeah, I I mean, I didn't, so I would definitely be looking at that now. Um, once the markets open up again and I can actually visit it. <laughs> <laughs> so looking ahead then, what what... 
are you optimistic about the few this year for you for pedal you know how how are you feeling um yeah i i am to be honest because i've taken i've taken a bit of a battering personally i'm exhausted because i'm just like wanting to make sure everybody's okay all the stallholders are doing okay and they're all catered for and what have you but yeah pedals just on a growing it we just need it to grow steadily so I'm happy on the path that we're going right now and it's yeah I feel like we're giving our members and our stallholders the support we need and um, I feel like I still got a little bit to do to grow and work having this flip of the market organized like markets being short I need to now just get in contact with them and try and get that you know get their online events listed we've got a few actually the assembly market is on in London and I think the London makers markets are going to be on so we've started to connect with them so it's just it's all time it's all time for them putting it on our website and me contacting them saying hey do you know you can still list an online market that's absolutely fine so um Mm. yeah in terms of growth and what I'm going to target that's something I'm going to target just making sure they they understand what's available to them um and then it's just brand awareness I'm just struggling at the moment because our main core purpose was to share about actual in-person markets and I don't want people to get confused if I'm always shouting about online markets people just think that's all they do you know so it was to just get out there on Facebook ads and on Instagram lots of you know publicity around the fact that we share in-person markets but again that's kind of changed right now (laughs) Do you know what the one good thing about being a small business owner is we can be adaptable. We don't have loads of ties. We don't have um, lots of admin and, um, you know, paperwork that tells us how we have to do things. So that's, I love that. We can just adapt and grow how we need to. And in the same, exactly the same way, I had planned pedal to go one way this year and it's, it's going to grow and it will progress. And it'll just be a bit different. And I'm happy to just accept that for 2020 <laughs> and hope that 2021 will just be a different, you know, it'll just grow differently and perhaps get back online with how I was planning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the amazing thing with small businesses. We can be agile. We can change direction, not direction, but, you know, adapt to whatever is happening in the world. And that's just, amazing so thank you so much for coming on the podcast and having a chat would you please share where people can find you and connect with you and what they can do if they want to look at the next market then that is in the middle of may yeah um yeah so basically you can find us on all social media platforms at pedal uk and just to point out pedal is with three d's so yeah if you get pedal with two d's <laughs> you will get a different website and it's pedal with three d's.com as well and then you can find us we have facebook events for the events we have event listings on pedal as well about our forthcoming um, markets if anybody fancied joining to become a member on our website there's a become a member button and you can become a member as a market organizer or as a stallholder and when we're short, we direct people to um, a wait list and I just introduce myself and tell people about me and how I came about 
to do pedal and then so they're sort of just learning a little bit about me and the services we offer and then they can make a decision whether they do actually want to join us and that's it I think the other thing I could just direct people to is our our journal our blog um, it's on the website but we have lots of we do lots of IG lives every Thursday so we always put the blog up about the people we've chatted uh, with and you are on there too <laughs> and then just lots of little bits of information like as I mentioned before Rebecca's um, creating blogs that are really informative and even when I read them I'm like this is really good <laughs> <laughs> so and they're just useful fat little bits and bobs or things about our school holders that will help you know things to do during lockdown and you know various things that are of interest to our audience or stallholders. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And I hope you all go and join and have a little look at the stallholders for the next online market. Ah, yeah, there's a preview. We always put a preview up a couple of days before. So have a look out for that. But thank you so much for inviting me to come on the podcast. It was really lovely to chat to you and share a bit more about Pedal. Thank you so much. It was lovely to find out more. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nikki, for coming on the show. And thank you so much to all of you who tuned in. I will be back in the next few days with another episode. If you have a story you'd like to share on the podcast, then please do get in touch and uh, let's chat. I hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening.